This is a presentation of the Trine Broadcasting Network, part of the Center for Sports Studies at Trine University. Learn more at trine.edu. Before we get into the episode, just wanted to um, address the DeMar Hamlin situation. Um, I would say for those of you that don't know, but I feel like everyone in America knows, um, in Monday Night Football last week, uh, DeMar Hamlin went to cardiac arrest on the football field, and it took like 10 minutes or something ridiculous. It was a, a long time of CPR trying to get him resuscitated. And um, it was tough to watch. Um, one, I didn't see it happen at first. I was watching the Purdue game at that point. And um get a text from one of my buddies saying, like, dude, like, there's this guy for the Bills. Like, he's they've been doing CPR for, like, five minutes now. So I walk into the other room where it was on the TV and sat and watched in horror. There's no other word to describe it. Like, you just sit there and what can you do other than just think about and pray? Um, it's tough because first thing that pops in my head, you know, like I'm a basketball nut. First thing that pops in my head is Hank Gathers. Now, I don't think it's the same situation at all, but someone collapsing on the field like that, especially when you see a replay and you see how he collapses, um, you don't you don't see that. And uh, Hank Gathers was a, the first thought in my head. And that's like the biggest tragedy I think basketball has ever seen was when Hank Gathers collapsed on the floor after he already collapsed beforehand in previous games. They said that he was fine, he's taking his medication, passes out on the floor, didn't have the uh, proper equipment in the gym, and he died. So um, the training staff, all the medical people with the Bills, the Bengals, Cincinnati in general, did a fantastic job because if they didn't get there on time, Demar Hamlin would be dead. And um, just a great thing to see to where we saw someone doing their job, not because, you know, they had to, but because they were saving someone's life. Like, it was just their obligation. Not professionally or anything, although it is, but you know that at that point it doesn't factor in. All that matters is saving this guy's life. No matter what it takes, no matter if I have to injure myself, um, I'm going to save this guy's life. And so with that, of about a day ago, so on Wednesday this news came out, DeMar Hamlin was discharged from a Buffalo hospital. Um, an incredible, incredible news to hear. Just um, never want to see that again. That was um, not great to watch. It was horrifying. And, um, yeah, just glad that DeMar is making the proper steps to getting back out there. Don't know if I want to see him out on the field again. I know that that will speak to the testament of DeMar and how much he loves the game and all that. But, man, there's just stuff like that where 
If people have the same condition that Hank Gathers did, they don't play again. Because we have, we saw what happened with Hank Gathers. It will kill you. So, um, DeMar, just hope that he lives a full life. And, um, yeah, it's just tough to watch. I'm so glad he's doing better. But um, we're just going to keep, keep him in our thoughts and just keep going on because I know that's what he's going to do. So, um, yeah, DeMar, I'm glad you're out of the hospital. So, um, yeah, let's go ahead and jump into it. You're listening to The Assist with Trevor Hart. All right, welcome back, and Happy New Year, everyone. 2023 is upon us, and that's... Not going to lie. You, I see 2023, and I'm like, oh, this is it. This is the year I graduate. year I graduate college, year I'm going to start my life um, after school, and... Um, Gonna be honest, it's pretty daunting, and um, I just wanted to look back at 2022 because I did this for 2021. I look, took a look back and said, "Wow, I remember 2021 forever." This will be thank you 2022 for I think so far the best year of my life. Um, it's been incredible. And I couldn't have done it without everyone around me. So, yeah, this is just a shout-out to 2022. So let's go ahead and jump into it. So 2022 started off like just a normal year, I guess. I guess in my life now is a normal year. I'm just doing basketball games. Um, Still doing podcasts obviously i've been doing this for a couple years now um working on other projects working on my school projects just normal it was literally it was just the most normal it could be taking some hard classes which is what you have to do in order to basically graduate college you will go through tough classes believe me um but yeah just doing my thing being normal and all that i just keep doing that but something kind of jumped out to me that happened in 2022 that I don't think happened in many other years. Well, I don't think any other year. The amount of friends that I made in 2022 and that I will continue to be friends with them is probably the most I've had since kindergarten because really that's what kindergarten is, just making friends and like doing face painting, stump finger painting, stuff like that. And um yeah, it was just being able to talk to people that I normally wouldn't have talked to. And the fact that like they would actually respond to me because I've I think I've said this before. I don't think on air anywhere at all or on record um but the fact to me that I can talk to the athletes here and have them like know who I am and um, be able to divulge information to me that you know I keep I 
I keep sacred because, like, obviously they have enough trust in me to where they're, they want to tell me this kind of stuff. And I cherish it all the time because if you, if I go to a school like Purdue, like my, what was my dream school growing up, I'm not talking to, I'm not talking to Jaden Ivey or Sasha Stefanovich or Brandon Newman or Braden Smith. I'm not doing it. Even if I am working games, I guarantee I'm still not doing it. I've been able to have something here trying to where not only do I get to just talk to athletes when I'm in the classroom or I see them outside the class just talking to them, but I get to interview them in the space that I'm in right now, the our recording studio, working on the Storm Center podcast. 2022 was awesome for the guests that I had. And in 2021, I kind of honed Storm Center to my own thing, but I think 2022 is where it hit its stride just because of everyone who was able to be on the show um, was just incredible for me. Sorry, I'm trying to find the guest list I had all throughout 2022. Uh, I know that at the end of 2022, Storm Center wasn't on at all. Um, I, I gave up Storm Center at the end of last year just because like I, w- I thought I was going to be doing too much stuff, at least for the first semester of classes um, for my senior year. So I was like, I'm going to give up hosting duties. I was going to hand it off. But uh, my co-host was just too busy. We were both too busy. We couldn't figure anything out. So hopefully we're going to get back on track with that. So in like 2021 alone, I had, I, I was getting guests. I was doing great. 2022 is where I think that um, I would be talking with my guests and then they would say hi to me, like outside. And I mean, not there were just some people that like, Either one, they left it, like, kind of left after I interviewed, didn't get to see him, or two, like, never really saw him around campus to where I would see them. But, like, especially basketball players, since I work almost every game, come up, say hi to me for everyone who I've interviewed. We had Aiden Morzeka on the pod. He was awesome. That was just a, out of nowhere. I was, like, trying to get an interview. Um, I was, like half quarantined because I was being contact traced, but then I got tested. It was negative and people were telling me, you still need to be doing this and this and this. And it was also being around time where other people were getting sick. So I had to fill in for some stuff and it was about to get delayed. But then my co-host was also getting sick. So I kind of step up. I was like, Hey man, I tested negative. We won't have to worry about anything. We did the interview. It was a one-on-one interview. It was a ton of fun. And, yeah, Aiden, just a guy who I would see around campus all the time, say what's up to. Bryce Williams was awesome on the podcast. Just incredible person. And he was on fire um, <laughs> during at that point. And the fact when, like, the hottest person on campus at that point, like, he was – hitting 11 threes in a game, eight threes in a game. The fact that, you know, he wanted to come on the podcast really meant a lot to me. So um, shout out to Bryce. Um, for a while, I know he's doing great things. Um, softball players, I had Amanda Prather 
on. Um, she was great. Just someone, this is an example to where someone who I wouldn't have, if I didn't do, you know, like doing all the sports broadcasting and all that, I probably wouldn't talk to an athlete like her. Um, it was just random though. Just one day I had her in class. We were in the same class. We would talk about stuff like that all the time. And then, uh, at one point I was like, Hey, uh, so for, I run a podcast. So who would be good for interviews for softball? She said pretty much anyone. So I was like, okay, no problem. And then there was one day it was every, every game. I, and I, when I say every, I mean, every event was getting canceled through like that whole week. So I, there was like two, only two things to talk about and it wasn't going to be long. And so I saw him and I'm like, Hey, um, I know this is short and this is a day before we record. I know it's short notice, but can you <laughs> record tomorrow? Because if not, this episode is going to be five minutes long. And she said, yeah, I have nothing that day. So it was awesome to get a Amanda on, especially that short notice was great. Adrian Rosie, who became the, our conference's pitcher of the year, um, was just great. Just someone who was a straightforward about everything, a great interview. And someone again, all these people I interview, I, I see them. I say hi to, they ask me how everything's going. Um, it's really great. Then we also had Ashley Sword out on, and that was, a, that was almost a scheduling nightmare because there was a one point had an interview scheduled. Uh, people were in the recording studio. I knew they were texting them say, Hey, how long are you guys going to be? And they're going to be, we're going to be like an hour, hour and a half. And we're like, okay. Luckily, there's another studio on the other side of campus. So we'll just go over there. Doors locked. Can't find anyone who has a key. So we're like, all right. And I hate doing this. I, I hate rescheduling people. But I'm like, it's all right if we reschedule. And she said, absolutely. And so I think we did like the Monday of like finals week. Like it was a hectic time. We found out that was good for all of us. So we went ahead and did that. Um, so yeah, thank you for Ashley for being on. And that softball team was amazing. Um, finished second in the country for NCAA D3. And they got high expectations this year, but I feel like they can meet it. Because they had high, high expectations last year. And they went 0-7 to start the year. And then they ended up being number two in the country. They're, the expectations weren't that high for that team, I didn't think. But now they really got uh, a reputation to hold up, and they're going to they're gonna be great, trust me. If you don't tune in to trying softball, you have to. You just have to. It's one of the better things that we have here on campus, I swear. Um, and, yeah, I mean, everyone who I've interviewed has been great, and people who I haven't interviewed um, – Still just being able to talk to, it's been really great. Uh, Reese McGinsey, he was a basketball, he was on our basketball team, but then ha- figured out that he had a, had a condition to where he couldn't play anymore, so he became a, basically an assistant coach. Like, And um, he's over at UND now. Good friend, was great friends with him, being able to talk with him about different stuff, especially basketball. Like, of course, if I'm going to talk about anything with him, it's going to be basketball. And so, stuff like that 
has really jumped out to me is that this has been great for 2022 for me is that I don't want to say I've been out of my comfort zone. It's just that I've found, I guess, my niche to where, like, I'm able to talk to people, especially if you're an athlete. It's easy for me to talk to you. Like, I do sports broadcasting. I cover all of our sports on the Storm Center podcast. Just talk to them about the season, what's coming up, and all that. I love doing it. It's fantastic. Um, so then we get into, towards the end of the semester, it's around Easter, and all of a sudden I hear that I'm, uh, that I win the uh, Trine Golden Microphone Award for Excellence in Broadcasting. And I don't think I'll ever be able to express how much that meant to me because I mentioned it like when I won it, I'm like, this was, this is a leap of faith to go into broadcasting. I think I've told the story how I got into it. It was more along the lines of like, I just wanted to be in the MTI center when it was COVID. No one was really allowed in unless you knew someone and like they gave you a ticket. So, um, Yeah, and it's just, it, I just wanted to shadow. First thing I want to do is just shadow because I felt like, you know, if I could do this, I feel like I'd be pretty good at it. Not like I'd be amazing at it and that, you know, I'm going to be going to ESPN. But I'm like, you know what? I feel like if I can do basketball, I know enough about basketball to where I would be pretty good at this. So if I can find this tweet, I will read it off to you. Give me one second here. Okay, I found it, and um, this tweet, I mean, it's, again, I will, I will never be able to express how much this meant to me, but it's an absolutely honor to receive this award. I took a leap of faith going to broadcasting, and I can say with confidence that I made the right choice. Thank you to everyone who's helped me along the way, and thank you to everyone who supported me along the way. Trying is the best, and I wouldn't want to be anywhere else. Can't wait to call more games. Um Yeah, I just, it meant so much to me just because, like, when I started, I um, I wasn't sure if I was doing the right thing. I was very sloppy in the beginning, didn't, was kind of timid, um, didn't really want to say anything right away because you don't want to step on anyone's toes. I'm walking in to a place to where it's been the same broadcast teams for a couple years at that point. Like, the ones who were consistently calling games were seniors. So I never really wanted to... Um, you never want to go in and step on someone's toes, you know? Especially when you're the new guy. You don't really want to shake things up too much. But um, 2022 was just great and I know that like most of that award was like that award was for 2021 and 22 but I think 22 is where I honed in and really started getting it all together to the point where you know everyone was just so great to me and 
the responses from all these people, I mean, like, it's just amazing. And the fact that, like, coaches know who I am, say hi to me all the time, uh, really means a lot. And the, they've kind of, some of them kind of let me in on some things, like ask for some insight on some different stuff. I talk about it all the time to where uh, right before the MIAA tournament final, which is our conference in MIAA, um, the assistant coach or the associate head coach for our women's team, our women's basketball team, handed me the scouting report. And we're playing the number one team in the country. So, like, him handing me the scouting report, like, to me, it's a really big deal. Not, not a lot of people are going to see this. And it was as thick as a college thesis and to, to the point to where it took me like five minutes to skim through it. And, yeah, it was awesome. And the fact that, like, now if I see them along campus anywhere, they'll say hi to me. Um, incredible. Coach Miller of the men's team has been great. I know I haven't been able to do as many games for the men this year. But um, Coach Miller is still great to me, always saying hi to me and always just just being an awesome person. I think this is what trying is. It's just a bunch of awesome people on the same campus together, and, like, it's very tight-knit. It's perfect for me. I went to a school that graduated with a graduating class of 30 people. That was my graduating class, 30, 3-0. I still haven't found anyone on this campus who has had less. Like And, like, every time I say 30, people are like, oh, you went to a private school? No, no, actually, no. Uh, it was kind of the opposite of private, like, in every single definition possible. And it, trying is just perfect for me. I mean, there's some, clearly more people here, but you still have those, like, tight-knit, very small classrooms. Um, professors are open-door policy, like, all the time. It's really great. And... um I don't know. It's just awesome to where I've built kind of my own reputation. And it's like, it's based on what I work on, not like what other people perceive of me or what people have heard of me before. And not that anything bad would come about, but still, it's just like, I've created this. People knew nothing about me when I got here, and yet I've created this. This is nothing based on, like, where people know that I've been through tough times and that I could use a pickup because um, I, I feel like at some points that's just how it is around, you know, where I live and all that. It's just, like, he's been through tough stuff. Um, people don't know much about me here. And yet, they still like me, respect me, whatever it is, it's amazing. I think 2022 is really where I honed in that, I don't want to say craft, but it's where that all came to fruition. Um, other highlights, 2022, I got to call NCAA tournament games, which I don't know how other many people can say that who, like, don't get paid a ton of money for it. 
because from other games that I heard for NCAA tournament games, especially more for basketball, I didn't really watch any other stuff, but or like when trying would play. But it would be like two adults or one guy doing play by play. It would be like two like business like in the profession, you know, two people in the profession. And the fact that I got asked to do NCAA tournament games, and it, I and I did not only just trying games. I did when trying hosted. We had three games to cover. Two schools that were not. There were like two other schools trying whoever they played, and then you do the next round. Didn't matter if trying made it through or not, you were going to do that next round of games. And the fact that, like, one, people have the confidence in me to ask me if I'm going to do the games, but also for, like, players to start asking me, hey, are you doing a game? I'm like, yeah, I am. And um, I just love it. It's the NCAA tournament games were incredible. And then even after the games, it completely very weird. You're like one of six people in a room. It's like a press conference kind of. And you ask away. And I tried to ask the best questions I could. Um, I did have a slip up though. It was a, I had a great question, but I just slipped. It was, <laughs> I don't know why. So we were about to play John Carroll University. And I asked our coach, because I know something on the schedule that there was a lot of similar teams played. Because, like, they've played a bunch of similar teams. You've played common opponents. Uh, what what does that have to do? And I said John Collins, as in the Atlanta Hawks, like, potential all-star power forward, John Collins. And, um, yeah, wasn't, wasn't my highlight there. But I think I saw it a good question. But I mean, hey, it's my first press conference. What, what's gonna, what are you gonna do? Um, so I was able to call those games, and I had to stay for a couple of days over spring break, in which a lot of people are like, man, you're gonna give up your spring break f- for that. I don't like, I don't usually go anywhere for spring break. I haven't had a like actual spring break in years. Like, that's just how basketball works. You don't really get to have that great of a spring break. You'll probably go to a certain – you'll probably go places. But I'm not going down to Florida. I've never had that opportunity. And, like, the only time people do have that opportunity is, like, it's a last-minute trip that you make to Florida when your season is over and you have nothing else to do. Yeah, let's go down to Florida. But in, in like – you were like, wow, you're really going to stay two days over spring break. I'm like, yes, I am. I'm like, and I, people, I don't know why sometimes people don't understand it. This is what I want to do. Like, this isn't just a random thing that I'm doing just to kill time. Like, this is something I'm invested in. It's something I want to do. And people talk about sacrifice all the time, and they, like, kind of make fun of that. And how, like, oh, you you know, like, all the professors say you need to sacrifice some time. I, like, earlier, or later last year, around Thanksgiving, I had to come back a couple days early. People were saying, man, like, you're not going to spend time with your family? I'm like, no, 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 I'm spending time with my family. I'm still going to be there for three days over Thanksgiving break, right? 
I, I'm going to spend time with my family. It's just that, you know, I have an obligation that I have to do. And, like, I'm going to do these games over these breaks. You want to know why? Because if I'm the only one who's willing to, that's more time on the mic for me. That's more time for me to work and get better at stuff. And those, those games over spring break were incredible. I mean, it was one of the, like, I think it truly showed what I can do on color because like, I don't, I didn't know anything about these other teams. Like I had my own little write up, like their stats and all that, but I don't know their play style. I didn't have necessarily the perfect amount of time to watch their film and all that. And so now I'm starting to analyze a game of two teams. That I don't know how their play style works. I know who they can play off of. I know who is going to dominate in the game. I don't know how though and how another team is going to react to it. And I think that those games really showed what I can do on color really well. Um, Other NCAA tournament games, I did softball, NCAA softball, which to me still sounds bonkers. Um, The fact that if you were to tell – one, if you were to tell me a couple years ago, hey, you're going to be doing commentary on on, uh, basketball. On basketball alone, I'd be like – I don't, I don't know, I don't know if I would do that necessarily because I'm pretty shy. But um, if you were telling me, and you're going to be doing softball, I'd be like, okay, you're get out of here. Um, being able to do softball has been incredible, and it was just one of those things where I got asked to do it. Like just after basketball's done, it was like, hey, you want to keep doing this? Well, you can, we have softball open. I'm like, yes. Didn't never never hesitate on it. Yes. And the fact that I've been able to cover that team, and as I mentioned, I've interviewed players from that team, and that team moves to goes on to be the number two team in the country, national runner-up. And I covered a ton of games covering the regionals. And there's four teams in the regional, and it's basically – like it's a it's double elimination, so you're there for a lot of games all over summer break. Um, then doing super regionals, which is between two teams, but it's still double elimination. You got to win two games, and being there again over summer, driving back and forth from my home to to up here for. Just a weekend at a time. I was completely fine with it. Because I knew what I was doing was something that I truly enjoy. If I didn't enjoy it, I wouldn't have came. Just end of story. And when that team went on to be the number two team in the country, I you kind of think, wow. I was doing... You kind of you kind of think, I hope I did that team justice. That's the number two team in the country. And maybe, I don't know how much uh, other teams are reloading. That team at the first, our, team, our trying team at the first week could be number one in the country. Don't exactly know. I don't think that they'll give it to them because a lot of times you got to give respect, I guess, to whoever won it previously. Um, 
But I don't know. They've added a lot of good pieces, and I think that they're going to be. They'll be top five for sure. She'll be top two, not two, but not up to me. But, yeah, you do think there's a lot of times where, especially when women's basketball team breaks Hope uh, Hope College's all-time NCAA record winning streak, 73 wins, you're thinking, wow, I cover that team. And I don't know if I do them justice. It's not that you don't think you have the ability, but you're just like someone, you almost think, man, Am I really like that? I don't want to. I hate always saying, like, man, am I that good? You know, but like, I do the games and like, I'm, I keep getting asked to be on them. And so I'm like, I don't, I don't know, like, am I that good or is it just, am I doing them enough justice or could I be doing them more? Just, there's a big back and forth in it. And um, I've absolutely loved covering basketball and softball. Those are my main ones for sure. Um, But, yeah, I've just loved every second of it. And also with broadcasting, I've started to do play-by-play, which is fan. It's a work in progress. I know it is. It truly is work on it as you go. But I feel like I've been getting better every game. I still love color a lot. Like, I did color last night on, on Wednesday night. It's being recorded on Thursday. And I haven't done color in a while. I'm like, man, I, I love doing color. I love analyzing. Like, play-by-play is you're saying what's happening on the, on the court or field, whatever, and you're you got to give space for someone to analyze. I like analyzing. I just like I love seeing stuff that I don't think other people would see and just latch onto it and be like, man, look at that. Um, it's great. I've loved every second of it, and you know, all the times of where people are just. I know that a lot I've hoped for up eight after five. That's the mercy rule in sophomore. Hoping that, man, don't go into overtime. Don't go into overtime. I truly do love it. And um, 2022 just strengthened that love even more. Um, it's never going away. I, I just don't see it happening. It will never go away. Um, this podcast has been a workshop for me, trying out different things, trying to do more research stuff. It's tough when I'm up here at school and I don't have all the resources that I would have at home, like my tons of books that I have. Um, but, yeah, I think that I put out, I think, the best episode that I've put out yet in 2022, the story of Kevin Durant. I think that that is definitely a highlight for this this podcast, and um, I hope that that's something that will gain traction in the future. Maybe whenever something with Kevin Durant happens, I can repost that link to see if it will gain anything. But um, 
podcast has been great. Being able to record at my house over the summer, it gives me something to do. I am, there are times where I'm just content with doing nothing, but there's just at points where doing nothing for too long really makes you think about some stuff that you, you shouldn't think about. And uh, <clears throat> all the stress that comes in with being alone with your thoughts is not great. And the fact that, one, I'm allowed to even record over the summer, but two, have the equipment to do it is fantastic. And I've, <laughs> there are times, I'm going to admit, I'm kind of a procrastinator with this show. You know, I <laughs> I will wait until the 11th hour until someone comes up or I'll just go on basketball reference. What happened this day? And, um, yeah, I just, I could be better about it. I promise I will get better about it. But um, I've loved doing this. Um, I love doing Storm Center as well. I am hoping that we can get that back up on its feet so that it can be left off at a good spot at the end of this year. And, um, yeah, I just want to thank everyone for just just everything in 2022. All those people, If I didn't mention you. like My friends know who they are. They will. And if they listen to this episode, if I didn't mention you, you know who you are. Um, I just want to thank you for everything that you've done for me. Basically, I know that a lot of people don't think it's much, but being friends with me is enough. So, And the fact that I can consider people on this campus my friends that I normally wouldn't is great. I've loved being on Trine. I've already talked about it. Um, I don't think there's a better place for me in terms of going to school. And, you know, like, I have a ton of friends who, you know, go to Purdue, like some at Ball State, some at Butler, uh, some at IU, Indiana State, um, I'm the only one that went to Trine. And so I couldn't just rely on like, oh, I have some friends that go here. I'll I'll go hang out with them. No, I had to had have to make your own again, which is a tough learning curve, honestly. But um yeah, it's just best best place on earth, I don't think. There's anywhere better for anyone like me. And um, the opportunities it's given me have been incredible. Um, Everyone involved with TBN. um, There's no words for all the opportunities I've had. And um, it's just been great. Every step of it, production assistance, on the mic, whatever it is, it's been fantastic. And so... Yeah, that's my recap for 2022. 2023, it's going to be daunting for me. Um, I need to go out, find a job, and need to start doing professional stuff. Even Well, I do pretty professional stuff here, but um, need to start putting it in a professional manner, like 
having my own videos and stuff like that. So, um, yeah, I started working on that. Um, thank you for everything. I love you all. Um, it's just been a great 2022, hoping the same for 2023. So, that'll be it for this week. Be sure to follow me on Twitter at theeverheart 0 I'll talk to you next week. Peace. Thanks for listening to this presentation of the Trine Broadcasting Network, part of the Center for Sports Studies at Trine University. Learn more at trine.edu.